what's going on everybody hope everybody's doing all right out there and uh you know, i think honestly you know the way i'm kind of feeling right now is i think that everybody's got a choice you can either sit here and look at things uh negatively you know again and uh you know as, as nate was saying the last time focus on you know all the stuff you don't have and you know really sit there and take that somber approach or focus on the good right focus on all the positive things focus on the opportunity that you have in front of you right now i mean i can tell you uh the, the more people i talk to you know just in my own personal orbit that are just really maximizing you know everything that they have going on right now is uh it's, it's pretty awesome to see right i mean like even for myself i mean the way I look at it is, you know, my biggest complaint, you know, in just in life in general is I don't get to spend enough time with my family, right? You know, wife and, and four kids. And, and I think I, as a, as a father and as a husband, I think I probably spend more time with my family than most, you know, most fathers, you know, not all, but most. And I think for me, what's, you know, beneficial for, you know, doing the kind of work that I do, I mean, I'm a hundred percent functional, right? I'm, I'm down in the bunker, you know, in the basement, got the office, got my whiteboard. And honestly, aside from not being able to physically see my team and physically, you know, give them high fives and, you know, that hoorah stuff, I could do everything that, that I've ever wanted to do. All right. I've never been a big, uh, Go to meeting WebEx, you know, Microsoft Teams user, uh, prior to this. But I'll tell you, I'll put my, uh, my user skills up against anybody right now. Uh, I think I probably do anywhere from 40 to 50, you know, video conferences or something every single day. And I love it. Right. I think it's good to lay eyes on people. It's good to, you know, read body language. It's good to get people excited and, you know, they get to see me pacing around and, you know, not being able to sit still, but I think, uh, I don't know. Some of the stuff that, that I'm, I'm looking at is, you know, you, you watch the media, you get one story, which is, you know, mass hysteria and, you know, death and carnage everywhere. And everybody's getting sick and, you know, and Trump's doing this wrong and Trump's doing that wrong. And then you have the reality that I think each of us sees every day and, you know, for me personally, we're very fortunate. There's not a lot of people around this area that, that are getting sick. Is it going to come? Of course. Sure it will, right? It'll peak. But I think unless you're in one of these hot zones, you know, unless you're in, you know, South Florida or New York City or, you know, parts of California, you know, Louisiana, I, I, honestly, I think it's, I don't know, it's, it's embellished mass hysteria, you know, by the media. Right. And, and I don't think that that's what we need right now. Right. What we need to focus on is getting through this thing. Focus on the positive. Right. Tell good stories. Tell stories of, of everybody that's stepping up and, you know, helping out their neighbors and helping out friends and family and total strangers. And I don't think there's enough of that being celebrated out there. You see a couple stories out there here and there. Right. They'll talk about one good Samaritan and then it's back to the, you know, the killings and the shootings and the virus and this and that. And it's, it's the same news cycle that you see on a constant basis, right? All you see is the bad stuff. No one talks about the good stories. No one talks about the good things that are happening out there. And even now in a, you know, 
once in a, you know, every 100 year scenario, they still can't find a single positive thing to talk about. I can. All right. I mean, I just mentioned, you know, the benefit that, that I see of, of family time, right? Being able to you know, have breakfast with my kids, being able to, you know, go upstairs and have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every day with them. You know, being able to, you know, cut down on the commute from work, which means I can work longer and not have a two hour drive each way. You know, I can actually be more productive in this setting, in this environment. You know, and I think it's funny because I know one of the biggest gripes that people have with just work in general is they wish they could be home. They wish they could, they could, you know, work remotely or something. And I mean, even in our world, we talk to candidates all the time. And I would say that aside from money, the biggest ask they have is to work from home. And it's just not possible in most situations, right? Most situations, they've got to be on different customer sites and you know, just can't, can't have the luxury of working from your house. Well, now people have the ability to be home, work from home. But isn't it amazing that now people still find things to complain about? They can't stand their spouse. Their kids are driving them crazy. They're, they're stir crazy. They can't go out to their favorite restaurants. They can't go shopping. They can't go this. They can't do that. I mean, it's, it's, at the end of the day, you got people that no matter what you do, you're not going to please them. Right? I mean, and that's, that's the sad reality. Right? There are certain people in life that just, no matter what what happens, no matter what situation there is, they're not going to be pleased. You know, but but I think you know what I what I'd encourage everybody to do, and yeah, I mean I'm I've forced myself to do this, and I've talked to a lot of people, and I've listened to a lot of you know great great leaders out there. You know, I mean Andy Frisella, you know, I had the opportunity to to watch one of his live feeds last night, and it was freaking incredible. You know, Grant Cardone's had, I mean, hell, he's putting stuff out every single morning. Right, Gary Vee's putting out stuff morning, midday, and at the end of the day. And one of the things that I'm noticing with with all these guys, you know, they're they're bringing it down to just staying focused, stay positive, right? Don't get caught up in all the negative, you know, naysayers, because the negative negativity and the naysayers, it's always been there. It's there every single day, whether the economy's booming, whether crime is up or down, whether unemployment is up or down. Whether there's a pandemic, whether we're at war, it doesn't matter. Good times, bad times, negative people are always there, right? And if you allow them to, you know, kind of penetrate your brain, they're going to take over, right? That, that, that's that's what they were born to do. They they want to play the victim card. They want to blame everybody else, and they want to bring you down with them, right? It's it's like a tumor. Negative energy just continues to grow and grow and grow unless you stomp it out. Right? So, you know, I challenge you. What are you going to do? Right? How are you going to better yourself? How are you going to capitalize on this opportunity? I mean, we're now almost four full weeks into, at least in Virginia, four full weeks into this, you know, quarantine, working from home. And I got to tell you, you know, you've got the opportunity. Are you going to come out, you know, stronger, weaker? You know, mentally and physically, are you going to come out in better shape? Are you going to come out in worse shape? Are you going to come out, 
you know, firing all cylinders or are you going to be, you know, slugging and, and woe is me. And then we come out of this thing and it takes you a month or two to get reacclimated. You know, that, that, that's, that's a good question, right? I mean, what are you going to do? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend as many minutes as I possibly can with the family. I'm going to get as much work as I can possibly do. I'm not going to change my approach. I'm not going to change the way I work. I'm not going to change the way that I interact with customers and, and candidates, employees. But I'm going to do more of it. Right? I mean, it's it's changed the way we communicate. Right? I'm a big in-person kind of guy. Right? I'm animated. I want to, I want to look you in the eye. I want to be able to you know, convey how I feel and that I actually care and I'm sincere. And guess what? You can do that over video conference. It's not the same. Right? It's not the same as being in front of somebody, but it's pretty darn close. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed. I'm blown away. I feel like I should do an infomercial for, you know, WebEx or, you know, go to meeting because I'm a huge fan right now, right? I mean, it's going to be awesome to be back in the office and, you know, hanging out with everybody again, but... I like it, right? I can I can get my point across, you know. From a fitness standpoint, I mean, Jesus, I haven't been to the gym in I don't know how many years, right? I've just been lazy, right? Because I I have all these excuses of either I don't have time, or you know I got to coach, you know, the kids' sports, or I got to go to the school, or I got to work later, I got to be to work early, or I'm traveling, you know, or I'm tired, or whatever it is, and now I got extra time. Right. I mean, I've got, I've got a weight bench in my office. Right. So how can I sit here, do work all day and not lift and not work out? Right. So already, you know, three and a half weeks in, I spent more time with my family in the last month than I have probably in the last year. I've spent more time exercising in the last month than I have in the last four years. Right. I've read, you know, my, my personal goal has always been, you know, I'd say for the last four or five years, my personal goal has always been to read one book a week. And I have not been anywhere close to that. Nowhere close to it. I would say I average about, if I'm lucky, one to two books a month. Right. So you figure 12 to 18 books a month, or I'm sorry, a year on average. And I would say prior to five years ago, I averaged maybe one, eh, maybe 10 books, but only the first 10 pages of those 10 books, you know, a year over the past, you know, 15 years prior to the five years ago. And so far in the last three and a half weeks, I have read... Five books, five new books, and I've reread three, right? I've reread 10X. I've reread Attitude is Everything. I've reread Who Will Do What by When. I've reread How to Win Friends and Influence People. I've reread 30 Lessons for Living. I've reread Hiring for Attitude. I've read What Color Is Your Parachute? Right? The, the point is you have more time in your days right now regardless of what you're doing. 
regardless of what occupation you have, regardless of whether kids are around or not, maximize. What will you do to ensure that you come out of this better, stronger than ever? Right? I've, I've had yesterday was the first day that I drove anywhere outside of the grocery store for the past three weeks. So it's the first time I put gas in the car, either car, in a month. So think of the money that you're saving, right? You're not, you're not spending money on going out to dinner. You're not spending money on gas. You're not spending money on clothes and haircuts because nobody can get a freaking haircut nowadays, right? I shaved my head and it's all back already. The point is, be grateful for what you have. Be grateful that you're not one of the, you know, the people that is severely sick. You know, if you're 30 years old and you got the coronavirus and you recovered fully, be grateful for that. Be grateful that close to 98% of the people that get this disease or virus heal 100%. Be grateful for that. Don't sit around and wait for things to happen. Don't sit around and wait for you know the government to give the A-OK to go about your life and go about your business. Do what you can right now, right? The thing we talk about at work all the time is control what you can control. Because I'll tell you something, in the recruiting industry, you don't control anything. You have no control. We don't get people jobs. We can introduce people to jobs. But the people have to get the jobs. And when they do, they get all the credit because they got the job. All we did was play matchmaker. Right? I, I think, you know, right now, there's a lot of people that are, you know, losing their mind. They're going stir crazy. They don't know what to do. And I'm telling you, you can take that approach if you want to, but you are going to get smoked when all the stay-at-home orders are lifted. Smoked. Right? Everybody that's complaining about not being able to go out to dinner. Or think of the, the restaurants, the small business restaurants that are struggling right now. Struggling to just stay alive and keep the doors open. Right? Think about that. But I guarantee you, as much as it sucks right now, I guarantee you that as soon as everything is lifted... You're going to have to make a reservation to go to your freaking like wing place, right? To go to a local bar, you're going to have to make a reservation because the lines are going to be out the door. This too shall pass. Everything passes, right? And I think what you got to do is you got to look at, look in the mirror, you know, especially all you parents out there, right? You parents out there that are sitting around sulking and feeling sorry for yourself, man, knock that shit off. Right? Be better. You got two choices in the long run. You could just bust your tail off and put your nose to the grindstone and figure out a way to make things work now for the benefit and the betterment of your family. Or you can sit there and put your head in the sand and expect somebody to come and save you. You know, you can expect the government to come and save you. You can expect some multi-billionaire to come and save you. It's not going to happen. It's up to you. You've got to do it. Don't sit and wait for your, you know, 
knight in shining armor to show up and, and save the day for you and slay the dragon and blah, blah, blah. Right? This is a huge opportunity for everyone. Business-wise, it's going to be a huge opportunity. Huge opportunity. But the biggest opportunity of all is to figure out how you can help people. Right? Who are you going to call now? Who are you going to help now? Who are you going to reach out to to check on and see how they're doing? Don't wait until later. Don't do it. Right? Don't sit there and, and, you know, not talk to your customers because they don't have work for you right now or business for you right now. Because I guarantee you, the people that are going to be remembered at the end of this whole thing are the people that actually gave a shit. I guarantee you. I promise you. And what's going to happen, especially in, you know, the, the sales world, the customer service world, the whatever, the human to human world. I guarantee you that the people who are the best right now are the people that are going to be remembered. I promise you. Because if you were to call me today and you knew that I couldn't do anything to help you, I had no business for you, I had no money for you, but you still called to reach out and check in and see how, you know, I'm doing, how my family's doing. I guarantee you, I'm going to remember that. And when I do have the business, you're going to be the first person I call. Because there's a lot of customers out there right now that are sitting around twiddling their thumbs. There's a lot of people out there that are just sitting around waiting for this to end. And then I'm going to crush it. Oh, then I'm going to get it. Doesn't work like that. Again, you've got to take all the work that you did up to this point and you got to just amplify the hell out of it. You got to crank that sucker up, man. Right? I mean, I can't I can't steal uh, you know, anything from Uncle G, but you got to 10x it. You 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 have to. Right? I mean, you think guys like uh yeah, you think Andy Frisella is just sitting around waiting for this thing to pass? Hell no, man. And if you ask him, if you ask him directly to his face, he'd tell you the same thing. Opportunity comes out of tragedy. That's life. It's the always, it's always been the way. During World War II, why did we go from a, you know, a, a building country to the most dominant country in the world? Because it was opportunity and tragedy, right? Opportunity and tragedy. The world was in shambles. The world was crumbling. And who rose to the challenge? It was the United States of America. We were the ones that turned the tide. With this coronavirus thing, who's going to turn the tide? We will turn the tide. That's what we do. Right? Now, I don't know how much longer we would have been able to claim that. Prior to this thing happening, because I'll tell you what, as tragic as it is and as, as heartbreaking as it is, you know, to, you know, to lose so many people and so many Americans and just, just people in general from this virus, it's going to teach us a big lesson, right? We have become so reliant on countries that wish to do us harm, right? The Chinese government has 
set out their plan. It's clear as day. Their 100-year plan, they, they, they openly say what they're going to do. And we just allow them to do it. We, oh, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, they're so nice, blah, blah, blah. I guarantee you that's changing. I guarantee you. Right? We are going to get through this. We're going to be better. Every single person has an opportunity to be better. Right? We're always striving to be better in everything. Use this opportunity to do just that. People always talk about commodities and, and assets and, you know, well, what's your what's your worth and what's that? And it's, it's funny because I, I, I guarantee you that if someone were to analyze my life and they say, oh, what, what are your assets? What are this? I could give two shits, right? My assets are my family, my friends, my colleagues, right? That, 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 those are my assets, right? My assets are people, right? Because people matter. Things don't. And I think there's a lot of people that are finding that out right now. There's a lot of people that are getting a gut check on life and reality, right? Situations like this, no one, no one could truly plan it. You know, yeah, there's all kinds of news stories out there. Oh, they, the intelligence community warned and, and, you know, DOD warned and all the, okay, yeah, we've been talking about pandemics for years. I mean, I read a book two and a half years ago called Warnings, you know, by Richard Clark. And I went back and read one of the chapters about pandemics. And reading it now, I was like, holy crap. This is dead on. Dead on. Right? But here's the thing. If you if you say things enough times, eventually you're going to be right. Right? I mean, eventually it's going to happen. You know, if you say, oh, it's going to rain today and it doesn't rain. Okay, the next day, oh, it's going to rain today. You can keep saying that every single day. Eventually you're going to be right. Or I'm going to die today. I might be wrong for the next, you know, 7,000 days, but eventually I'm going to be right. Eventually it's going to happen, right? And I think, you know, take, take this time to really focus on things that you need to shore up in your life, right? Is it your health, right? Do you need to eat better, exercise more, maybe get more sleep, stop drinking, stop smoking, I don't know. Is it your family? Right? Maybe you've got to get them help. Maybe you got to, you know, show them some love. Maybe you got to work on your relationships with them. Maybe you got to work on your communication with them. I don't know. Is it your friends? Right? Maybe you're the kind of person like me where I'll go years without talking to some of the closest people in the world to me. People that have seen me in the most vulnerable states imaginable. Years. I just sent a uh, uh, happy birthday message to a buddy of mine. Because today's his birthday for whatever reason. I forget everybody's birthday, but I will always remember his birthday. April 9th. And I haven't physically seen him 
in almost 20, probably 25 years, 20 years. Right? Bottom line is be a better friend. Check on them. Check on their families. Give them a call. If not now, then when? When are you going to do it? And the last thing is just work. Right? Work is an extension of you. It's who you are. Right? If you... Let's say you were in a uh, let's say you're in a job that you've been toying around with leaving for years, right? An industry that you've you've hated for years, and you just got furloughed. Listen, that's a gift. That's a gift. The world's trying to tell you something, right? God's trying to tell you something. Get out, move, use this opportunity as your springboard to change paths. Do good. Do you. Right? Don't stay in a job that you can't stand because you think you have to do it. Don't do it. Flip side is, let's say you're you're in a job and you love what you do. Get better. Get better, be better. Right? Make those around you better. Right? Learn learn humility humility. Right? Learn empathy. Help. Do good. Right? Because if you look at those four, you know, those four burners there, you owe it to yourself to be the best version of yourself. You owe it to your family to be the best version of yourself. You owe it to your friends to be the best version of you. And you owe it to every person that you encounter in work to be the best version of you. And you could take it a step further. Any any person that you meet, you owe it to give them the best version of you. Not saying they're going to reciprocate. Not saying your family, your friends, your work colleagues are going to reciprocate. But that's none of your business. You keep being you. You keep being the good. You keep being positive. Don't let that negativity slip in. Don't do it. It's a very, very, very simple task at hand here. It's a simple decision. Once you make that decision, follow it. If you decide to be better, if you decide to be a better father, a better husband, a better wife, a better friend, Get in better shape. Work on your mental capacity. Right? Read books. Read, read, read. I can't say it enough. Do it. And don't stop. Because I promise you, the people who increase their activity and increase their drive and better themselves now are going to absolutely destroy people in a good way. When this whole mess is done, figure out what you need to do to wake up and release that inner beast in you. I don't care who you are. I don't care how old you are. That which doesn't kill you only makes you stronger.
every single one of you right now, no matter how crazy you think you're going, every single one of you is demonstrating that you are mental badasses. Every one of you. How are you going to show that to the world? How are you going to show that to yourself? What will you do? Will you do good? Or will you be the ones that stick your head in the sand and wait for the storm to pass until it's safe to go out there and then you do something? The opportunities are endless right now. Endless. Do not listen to what anybody else says. You have unlimited capability and opportunity right now. Unlimited. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Your patience as always. Um, Nate and I are going to do a, uh, a, live, a live podcast here uh, probably in the next couple days. We'll get that uh, get that rolling. Uh, we need more likes. We need more followers. I keep getting uh, comments from people that I know that they you know they find it beneficial, at least entertaining. Uh, we need more you know recommendations. If you like it, put something on iTunes. Just saying that you like it. Uh, if you hate it, put something on iTunes that you hate it. Uh, just spread spread the word because again, you know we're trying to do this to help as many people as we can. And, Especially right now in these times, um, you know, check us out on Instagram, right at Share the Mic, um, and any any questions you have, any topics you want to hear discussed, just shoot it over to us. Uh, we'll, we're happy to do it. We're even toying around with doing uh, you know a couple Instagram live uh, feeds, um, and if you guys could uh, you know tag tag some of the greats out there, you know, Andy Frisella, Grant Cardone, Gary V, we're trying to get those guys to. Uh, Jump on with us, right? You gotta, you gotta have dreams, right? Aspirations. All right, guys. Hey, I appreciate everything. I appreciate each one of you, and uh, we will talk to you soon.